Welcome to Get Sherrod, the show that explores long-held beliefs, pain points, and healing from trauma. I'm your host, Sherrod, and while I may not have all of the answers, I do have all of the questions. Let's explore together. Hello. First, I want to get started um, by letting everyone know that I'm going to start using my Instagram lives and recording them for my podcast. That way, if you guys miss them in one form, you get them in another. Um, So today, as promised, I'm going to talk about, hello, I'm going to talk about um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And the reason that I want to talk about this today is because this is my coaching method is based loosely on Maslow's hierarchy. And I want to explain why it's based on it. And I want to explain why it's so important and valuable. Um, So Maslow's hierarchy is like a triangle. And so at the bottom, we have um, five different uh, levels, for lack of a better term. At the bottom, we have our physiological needs. Uh, Then second after that, we have our safety needs. And then we have love and belonging needs then self-esteem needs, and at the very top is self-actualization. And so let's talk a little bit about each one and why it's so important to stack them the way that they're stacked, okay? So the first one is physiological needs, and that is going to include like air, water, food, shelter, sleep, and clothing, okay? So these are our very basic needs, right? And the reason that those are so important, at least for us to Start with those is as we move up through this um, pyramid the rest of the things that we're trying to get don't work if we're not going to have the basics of air water food shelter sleep and clothing now that is um there's a lot of different varieties on what physiological needs are so i wouldn't like you don't have to like hurry and and take down notes those aren't going to be like the end all be all in physiological needs and so when i work with my clients i make sure that first Um, their physical needs are getting met. And uh, once we get those met, then we can move on to something next, which is going to be the safety need. So your safety needs are going to be personal security, employment, resources, health, and property. So like I said, um, I'm using a diagram that I honestly just Googled. So you can Google this as well. So the safety needs, all of those things I listed underneath there, those aren't the end-all, be-all in safety needs, but that's uh, the list that we're going off today. And if we're going to work towards personal security, like setting boundaries with our friends, right, we can't actually do that if we're not um, sleeping well or if we're not seeing ourselves well. We're not going to have the mental or emotional capacity to be able to set boundaries really, really well if we're not taking care of ourselves. So this is why physiological needs is going to be your base. It's going to be super important. And then you get to your safety needs. This is where you're going to be able to figure out um, uh, in your job, do you even like your job? Maybe you don't like your job. Maybe you don't like where your job is headed or where your job is taking you. Maybe you want something different. That's absolutely possible um, when you get, when you meet all those physiological needs first, and then you're working on, okay, what do we do for employment? So, um, hold on just a second. <laughs> My housemate came home. Um, okay, 
And so, uh, and then this is also where we build our resources and where we're able to focus on our health. Now, if you can imagine, um, if you're not getting enough water, which is your physiological needs, it's very difficult to even begin to build on your health because you're not getting the basic needs to facilitate health. So we've done our physiological needs. These are our safety needs that we're able to explore. Once we've got those two set, the next one that we're gonna stack is love and belonging. And this is gonna involve friendship, intimacy, family, and sense of connection. This is where, um, yeah, family and friends is gonna come from. This is where dating or spouse is gonna fit into that. Uh, you're able to focus on love and belonging when all of your safety needs and your physiological needs are being met. Your safety and physiological needs too are, um, I'm gonna throw in a freebie for you, are gonna be where if your safety needs and physiological needs are not being met, then your nervous system is gonna be in fight or flight. And so you're actually unable to work on love and belonging um, if you haven't gotten your safety needs and your physiological needs met. So love and belonging is when you're going to start learning how to navigate relationships. And the really fun thing about love and belonging is this is where we stop living in wrong or right, which we talked a couple weeks ago in uh, about ecosystems. We stop living in wrong and right and, or black and white, and we start moving into a lifestyle of color. And so there's a lot more nuance here and there's a, a lot more um, personal opinion and personal needs and things that are very individual. Um, but your life begins to fill with a little bit of color because it's more than just yes or no, black and white, um, good or bad, wrong or right. And so love and belonging is where uh, color begins to bloom. And then after that, we have our fourth one, which is esteem. And this is gonna be respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, and freedom. And this is gonna be more, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but at the very bottom, we started with physiological, which is very physical, okay? And then we got to um, safety, which is moving into like uh, a sense of being, right? And then love and belonging, which then we're getting a little bit emotional. Esteem is very emotional. And then the very last one is self-actualization. And that's a little bit spiritual. And so the interesting thing about esteem is it's going to be more like emotion work. Um, even though you're going to do emotion work and love and belonging, esteem comes a little bit further than that. It draws you a little bit higher into that. Um, where are areas in your life that uh, you gain... Um, where you feel like you're really giving back to the world and you're really able to um, embrace the things that you're able to give. Um, yeah, and then self-actualization is the desire to become the most that one can be. And the cool thing is self-actualization is actually also going to flow from the top of this pyramid all the way through esteem, love and belonging, safety needs, and physiological needs. And that is really cool. So um, as I work with my clients, we start with the basics first, right? You, you always got to start with the basics. And in my opinion, like we, we go back to the basics quite often. In Maslow's hierarchy, they talk a lot about, <laughs> he talks about um, in his theory, uh, he was very excited about it, but he also talks about how only about 1% of people in the world ever really get to self-actualization um, because of 
having to go back to and focus on establishing some patterns in their life to be able to function well in, in the lower levels of the pyramid. And so it, it's been really interesting to me, even as I've been following this in my own life, um, how um, like as I get into my safety needs, which is like employment, right, how that ebbs and flows. And so that will pull me out of higher levels of Maslow's as I try and navigate and figure that out. Not in a bad way, just in a way that's like, oh, I'm trying to figure out how to navigate this and how to get to that self-actualization. Um, and the really cool thing about this is it's learning how to ebb and flow with your life and not allowing it to become an achievement status. Um, really just focusing on, oh, this is this is what it looks like for my life to do really well. And so um, giving ourselves permission to focus on the things that we need to focus as they can, as they come up is really wildly important while also keeping in mind like, oh, look where I'm going. And so for me, um, as we begin to like um, age, right, we, the, our view of how we interact with the world changes and looking at, oh, what do I want to give to the world now? I want to make sure that how I give to the world that my physiological needs are being met, my safety needs are being met, and then I'm able to um, work more on the esteem part, which is like, what can I give to the world? And so I wanted to share a little bit with, about the Maslow's hierarchy with you guys, because um, it's really cool. And, and as far as psychology goes, a lot of people don't talk about it, um, especially insta psychology. Insta psychology <laughs> um, is very interesting to me. Uh, especially being in graduate school and learning the things that I am. Um, Maslow's is very rarely brought up. And to me, it feels like a very brilliant theory and one that I wish we could focus on more. And it makes me really curious about what would happen if more people lived their lives um, loosely based on Maslow's hierarchy. So um, there's a little bit of a kind of an inside look on uh, what my coaching method is based on. And if you guys are interested, uh, feel free to go Google that. I love when people have access to the information that I have, um, and I just Google it. So it's not like I'm reading it from one of my textbooks that costs three or $400 that you don't have access to. I just Googled it. Um, so I'm really excited. Glad that I was able to share this with you guys this morning. Um, and we'll see you next uh, Thursday morning at 9 a.m. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to Get Sherrod. Before I go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving me a review and sharing this episode with your friends. To stay connected, follow me on Instagram at sherrod.janelle. Or if you're interested in starting your own journey to healing, check out my website, sherrodjanelle.com. You can find the link below.